This episode of Radio Tartas may contain strong language, adult material, spontaneous combustion, errors in time travel, and more spaces. Arrows? Arrows. 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 Listener discretion is advised. Arrows? Arrows. Radio Tatas. I don't know what it is, but it is the best. I mean, people are talking about it. And it's time to listen. You know what you're listening to? The best place. The best place in the world. It's the valley between the mountains. It is Radio Tatas. Radio Tata. Good luck with Radio Tatas. You're listening to Radio Tatas. It's like TV Tatas, but boring. Radio Tatas. Radio Tatas is the name of the show, and uh, I like Tatas, and I like radio. Radio Tatas, it's good to be with you. Thank I you. love to. Some of y'all kiddies, for real, though. Like, Radio Tatas is very ambiguous, and you have, like, a lot of imaging that your boobs are going to be seen. But I've listened to your podcast, and I've not seen any boobs while this thing. Very disappointed. Kind of angry. Love you, man. Hey. Hey. How is everyone doing? We don't know because we don't have a live audience in front of us. I know that you... Uh, do your eyes hurt from rolling so hard? <laughs> You're so funny. I know. Welcome, everyone, to... Did you check? Radio Tatas. Yes, I did. Okay. Episode 89. 89. It's 20 more than 69. Oh, wow. It seems like it was just the other day that we were on episode 69. Ah, the memories. Yep. I don't remember any episode beyond the prior weeks. Yeah, like, because you weren't here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, like, that was an amazing episode. It was was really, it was a lot of fun to do. It was. Um, equally hard, uh, fun to listen back to, mm-hmm. I hear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you not listen to it? <laughs> I listened to part of it. I didn't get to finish it. I was just your parts. <laughs> yeah, just, just the Lauren cast. Really, I don't think I talked that much on that episode. I think I just sat Neither back and let the yeah, magic exactly. happen. <laughs> um, did we ever post that picture of them? Oh, not, shoot. We need to, yes. We need yes. to do that tonight. Yes. Post haste. Yes, yes, yes. I did a zoom in so that you could really see. Oh, you did? The, their li- the lips. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not enough to just post the picture. You want me to zoom in? No, I, I can send you the zoomed-in picture if you'd like. That's okay. I think the point is having Pat and Martin in the picture. Oh, they're in it. Do you see their faces? 
No, yes, yes. Oh, but you okay. can see what, like, okay. from afar, sure. like, showing, like, half their body, mm -hmm. it's really taking away from what we're yeah. supposed to be focusing on, which is their faces, their expressions, <laughs> and their reaction to the thing they're holding, uh -huh. the magic. <laughs> I stopped at that place, but I had my dog with me, so I didn't get a chance to run in and really spend a lot of time perusing over the fine... Um, Wares. Impulse purchases? What? Impulse? It's a gas station, right? They're not really impulse purchases. Oh. I'm telling you, I spend some time mulling this. I <laughs> actually, when I bought like that, that, when I bought that, I spent an entire uh, day thinking about it and bought it on the way back home. So yes, I went twice that day. I think. Yeah. Because we haven't named what exactly we're talking about, but we have talked about it in a past episode. We should say no more. Oh, of course not, not even paste the picture, and see if anybody can can remember what it is that we're referring to. Whatever you know, Sulos in Finland going. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> Our one hardcore. Hi, thing. buddy. Oh, oh, and speaking of, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob's kids. Doug, man, drink that Ovaltine. I passed your little town on the way in and out of town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, kids, spay or neuter your pets. Mm -hmm. There's this knife called a trapper <laughs> knife, and one of the blades is called a spay blade. Oh, my gosh. I was researching this because I was trying to find out what a trapper knife typically was for. Mm -hmm. And it's used on farms for turning bulls into steer, which if you're not familiar with that means, at castration. Uh -huh. And this specific blade is called a spay blade, which I think is odd because you usually spay females and neuter, but hmm. whatever. Like, potato, potato, yeah. it's a ranch thing, I guess. Um, <laughs> mm, so wings. there's a thing called a spay blade. So, spay... Uh, which I think we spell it wrong. Uh, spay your pets. What? Well, uh, well, we'll get there. Okay. Um, and uh, and groom them with a reputable groomer like our breasty. Mm -hmm. Groomer bunny. Groomer bunny. Yes. You still have welcome cadence on here. Shoot. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome cadence. She changes every day. For the fourth or fifth week in a row. <laughs> I got to hold her last week. Oh. Twice. Friday and Just Sunday. Rub it in. Just rub it in. Did you see the pictures? The, uh, Did you see how cute yes. they were? Did you see the picture of Gabe holding her? Yes, that was Stupid cute. Stupid Yeah. Well, at this pace, I may as well say, welcome, Mighty Marshall. <laughs> oh, my God. The eight-month-old Marshall. Uh -huh. Oh, my goodness. The one already with two little front teeth and I know. eating oh, solids. So sweet. I got to hold to him, too. He was bouncing in my lap. Oh. I know. He was so sweet. How are your ovaries? <laughs> there's a lot of baby action. Yeah. They're whatever. <laughs> they are what they are. Just the tip. Eh. Do we have any listener calls? We do not. Well, I hey, have something. What? When do we do fact checks? We can do them now. You sure? Okay. No, this is an easy one. I just wanted to. We, during last week's episode. I think I know what this is about. <laughs> we were talking about the comic that I saw uh -huh. uh, in Denver, and I saw two. 
Right. But I there was one it in particular. It happened to be the same one. Yeah, we we discovered that when we were tweeting back mm -hmm. and forth to each other. But that co the comic that that I saw in Denver was Josh Blue, uh -huh. and it just so happens once I figured out his name, he's got a a, a Hulu special uh -huh. that's coming out or has come out. Oh, cool. But if you follow him on Twitter, he's promoting it, and yeah. he was great. He's probably. That's why, like, I wasn't surprised when it was him because he's probably, you know, when you talk about comedians, there are several comedians that have cerebral palsy, mm -hmm. but right now he's probably the most famous since, yeah. like, Jerry Jewell. I don't know if you remember yes, her from, like, Facts of Life days. <laughs> but, um, but he was on an episode. The reason the episode was about CP is because the episode of Arguments and Grievances was titled Who's More Palsied? And it was him and another woman with CP uh -huh. arguing, yeah. debating who had the worst well now i'm gonna have to figure out go and look and see who the woman was because i wonder uh -huh. if she was the woman also that i saw maybe you can just check like arguments yeah. and grievances right. episode who's more palsied and i think in their yeah. description it's it names them yeah. um but yeah that was funny i was like huh so and um, any other fact yeah. checks that's it okay well i have some audio that i brought in from my trip home this weekend ah, okay i you know we have that listener in finland mm -hmm. and he has has sent us some really special video of <laughs> of like finland tourism mm, and, yes. and and their marshlands yes. their and their, their natural their, habitat their wetlands <laughs> if you will um and their and their wetlands bouncing. really spoke to my wetlands mm -hmm. and yeah. so there was a grand opening of a boardwalk in the middle of a marsh because that's where it came from. They're like, we're going to have a grand opening. Honestly, though, this is like a, it's prime bird watching. There's like probably I'll show you the list later. There's at least 80 different species of birds out wow. there. Two bald eagles live wow. out there presently. Um, and what <laughs> presently is that? No, the, the eagles. There, Chris D'Elia's uh, set okay. has a, a prominent section about being a bald eagle. So I'm just imagining him. Excellent, excellent. Sorry. Um, so anyway, I I got some audio of my time out on this boardwalk. I had it to myself for quite a while. It was nice. I was surprised because it was grand opening. I found out about it on the local news. But I guess in the middle of the day, people can't break free to go visit a marsh like me. <laughs> I'm at the cattail marshland. Actually, it's the cattail marsh wetlands. Is this trucker born? I'm doing what any responsible podcaster would do. Give you the audio. It's windy, I apologize. There are like hundreds of species of birds out here. 
haven't seen them, but there are two bald eagles that nest out here. And about 200 alligators, none of which I have seen yet. Some more Very audio cool. out there, but and it honestly because of the wind, you couldn't hear the subtleties of all the birds yeah. as well as I would have liked. But it was loud out there. Yeah, like you heard the constant cicadas. Right, right. And then the and the mm-hmm. like. There's some that sound like that when I isolated, they sounded almost like chimpanzees or something. Huh. But they're just birds. And um, I tried to make a keep a count, and I I didn't. I got up to eight. Different Eight different ones. Yeah, but I'm sure there was, was the one that you have here. There was like uh-huh. he's like some sort of egret, some sort of crane, uh-huh. and he was just chilling on the water. I, t- I posted a picture of oh, him actually that, that reflections mm-hmm. one. That's yep. him, and he would just be like, Marrr. I was like, <laughs> you seem like such a grumpy dick, <laughs> but you're cute. Get off my wetland. Yeah, they were serious. There's a lot of birds. There's I mean, I'll show you the list later. There's tons. Yeah. Um, what time then, of the day were you there? Mm, probably about 2, 3 okay. o'clock in the afternoon. It was hot. Yeah. But there's some gazebos that you can sit under on the boardwalk. And uh, what was fun, I got some audio. It wasn't in that clip. Uh, and two of the, two of the, um, I guess they were some type of egret were like playing, like or fighting on the water, uh-huh. and so you hear <laughs> as them like flying across, yeah. like skidding across the water, like chasing each other and stuff. It was fun. It was nice. It was really peaceful to have that area out to myself. Yeah. But I was really disappointed that I didn't see a gator. My understanding is that Hurricane Ike killed a lot of the yeah. alligators that are in that specific area. It pretty. It was pretty destructive of the storm. Do they tend to come out in the mornings, or you know, I don't know. Mm. I'm honestly not sure. There's still signage out there all over the place telling people like these are alligators. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're they're really doing what alligators do. Don't yeah. feed them. Just watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to feed alligators on our trip. Such a bad idea. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're in captivity, though, right. correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's about the only way you can do it. Once you feed an alligator, they're very dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, they they are typically not dangerous to humans if they've never been fed mm. because they have a natural fear of of humans as a predator. Mm. The problem is when people start feeding them, they associate people as a food source, uh. and they're real fucking dumb. So they don't <laughs> make the jump of 
this is the hand that feeds me. They're like, that hand feeds me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're dumb. And so when they lose that fear and become, oh, this is a food source, that's when they become dangerous Mm. to people. So... Mm-hmm. We're now going to rebrand to National Geographic mm-hmm. Wildlife Animal Planet with Wildlife. <laughs> it's the Animal Cavalcade. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I yeah, I, I was like, nice. she's either gonna be like, this is boring, or people can loop it and meditate yeah. to it. Or gotta admit, not nearly as um scintillating shall we say as our finland friends swampland well no but the video or the audio the video. He sent us? okay yeah. no his the video audio he sent us is nice the video of the naked men wrestling mm-hmm. and it's and spine tingling it's something tingling <laughs> <laughs> not sure it was my spine <laughs> anywho anywho but i digress what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, We're getting ready to do something kind of sad. We are. Yes. And it's a continuation of last week's episode. Mm-hmm. After we leave here, we're going to go... Um, the going away party show for, for Martin. Yeah, Martin Urbano. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I really wanted to make him uh, Parker Posey Mobile. Aww. Or his bad. Uh-huh. But I didn't get around to it. <laughs> if he does the joke again tonight, uh-huh. I'll quick grab them up and make one. <laughs> and mail it to him or something. Yeah. But I'll probably never see him again. It's okay. <laughs> Until he's on Comedy Central. Oh, no kidding. Right? <laughs> Speaking of who's on Comedy Central, Cubist. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's on there like what two or three times. He was on television for three different shows this past week. Was it three? Because he was on, on at midnight. Yep. yep. He was on the Stand Up Empire on KLRU. Oh, that's okay. And he was on uh the Jeffrey Ross Roast Battle. Mm-hmm. I did not get to see uh I haven't seen I, any of them. I, I I watched him on Stand Up Empire. Okay. I was home and I happened to be home and catch that. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, like Man, that dude's blown yeah. up. He's got a TV show. He's got in that the documentary works. coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's blown up. And hey, everyone, he's on our intro. He is. <laughs> you know, the part that insults us? <laughs> yes. That's him. It's like, like TV, TV tatas, tatas, but boring. boring. <laughs> we appreciate it, though. We do. Ah, we were so young and innocent back then. We were. Well, we <laughs> were you young. this for us? <laughs> yeah. Little did we know. I had to I had to unfollow Stephen Brody Stevens on Twitter. Why? <laughs> what did he do? Is he a Trump fan now? He, he is. Oh, I was kidding. No, he is. Oh, no. Yeah, and just the Do we way- have to cut him out of no. the <laughs> Trump? <laughs> That's going to be hard because he's the first I one. Know. I know, I'm like, I'll add him back after the election, but I just, I can't handle. Is he serious? He's serious. He's totally serious. Yeah. Well, we say that, but Pat Dixon is too, and we still speak to him. Well, that's true. But we have a personal Pat's connection. Not as passionate about it. <laughs> but we have a personal connection to him. We don't. True. Other than he's the first voice on our intro, there's really true. not a personal connection <laughs> with him. We could just we could dub over Stephen Brody Stevens with Pat Dixon, That's right. a less passionate Trump fan. 
Oh my gosh, did you watch any of the DNC stuff? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I avoided as much of that shit as I could. Well, I was home with my family. Did you want World oh, War Three to start? <laughs> that's true. Did you want the nukes? Because that's what you would have gotten. You would have gotten, you would have come home to me in the fetal position... <laughs> Going like it was pretty, it was green, it was pretty, it was green, it was pretty, it was green. The trees could talk, the trees could talk, the trees could talk, and you knew, and you knew, and the people, and the people. They're like what? What's happened to her? She's had a mental break. I forgot. Yeah, no, we did not watch the DNC. I was in Southeast Texas. I was in a marsh. <laughs> they didn't have good reception there. No. It it didn't have a good reception there. How about that? <laughs> Get a high five for that. <laughs> and to be honest, the only reason I wanted to watch it is I like to give equal caddy time to each yeah. convention. Yeah. And I had spent a fair amount of time the week before making fun of the Republicans. I wanted to give equal time right. to the Democrats because they're just as cheesy and annoying sometimes. <laughs> that all white suit. Was she welcoming people to heaven last But it's night? symbolic. I don't give a fuck. A splash <laughs> of color in the shell would not have killed her. A scarf. <laughs> something. Seriously. She, she looked, looked like, like the... she was trying to take over for St. Peter. What was that cult? What was that cult? Heaven's Gate? Yeah. <laughs> No, I think they all wore trap suits before they took there the big drink. There was another drink. cult then mm. that they had an all-white oh, suit. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't know, but... Well, I learned something interesting because I, I, because I was traveling last week. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch any of the RNC, but I uh -huh. watched a fair amount of the, the DNC, and I, my son watched it. Uh-huh. And he wasn't bored. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. I mean, he was playing with his Legos at the same time, but uh -huh. he was listening and he'd make little commentary. And if you go to my timeline, it's like nine-year-old says this. <laughs> it's pretty funny, some of his observations. Kane's impersonation oh, of Trump. that was hilarious. It was awful. It was hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be elevating yourself to look like you could possibly be a president if, if somebody you know, got gun happy, or if someone had an aneurysm. Hey, and I want I, my president to be able to do impersonations. No, it was this close to talking to an empty chair. It was that, it was on that level for me. I was like, are you going to come out with puppets? Stop. Can we, speaking of stopping, can we stop and talk about how hot he was when he was young? Holy I cow. haven't looked at all oh. pictures of him, but I don't, I don't see it today. Yes, you're also the one that thought he was clever. <laughs> you were like, I no, have I'm sorry, cooler. <laughs> I haven't seen such a cool VP since <laughs> Joe Biden. Like, whatever. That man can't do a keg stand. Joe Biden's the one that's like, you know, in, in his uh, 67 Mustang smoking weed in the front seat. He's the Matthew McConaughey from... Oh, yeah, we know. He's go home, you're drunk. Yeah. Go home, Joe, you're drunk. We get it. <laughs> and Tim is like the... Uh, He's the nerdy debate kid. The one that plays Dungeon and Dragon. Tim's the one that would have told on Joe. I don't see how you think he's cool. He's the one who would have said, he's out past curfew again, Mom. 
What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He would have gone, he's all past curfew, mom. <laughs> he would have done a bad impersonation of him. <laughs> no, I give equal caddy time to both yes, parties. Of course. Even if I dislike one more yeah. than I dislike the other, I dislike both right. of them. So I saw, and I can't take claim for it, but I want to make it a thing. Yeah. I am campaigning for Gary Johnson so hard now. So hard. So hard. So hard. See, I'm even so reaching ord. out. I'm so, so I'm even reaching out to the TMP fans right so now. Ord. That's how hard <laughs> I want people. How ord are you doing it? Because I want you to start hashtagging hashtag feel the Johnson. <laughs> Thank you for letting me swallow. <laughs> that's that's also that's the next hashtag. <laughs> Thank you for letting me swallow. Hashtag feel the Johnson. <laughs> Oh my god, he could so win with that. <laughs> Feel the Johnson. I saw that last night and I was like, that that's catchy. That's good PR. <laughs> it wasn't his people that tweeted it, but it should have been. There was the other thing that I saw. I'm gonna a friend sent it to me. Oh, these aren't that's email. Um make sure I don't show you anything nowadays. What? <laughs> it says Feel the Johnson. <laughs> why choose it's got a picture of Hillary on the left and Donald on the right. And it's and then Johnson at the bottom and it says, Why choose the left nut or the right nut when you can have the Johnson? Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, me and one of my friends spent a fair amount of time making up Johnson campaign slogans last night, and I am going to pound hard for him. <laughs> the pavement. You're going to push as hard as you can with mm-hmm. his stump. Ew, ew, speech. ew. <laughs> Stump. <laughs> I... I have too many amputations to be comfortable referring to a member as a stump. What code is that? There's several. <laughs> what are we amputating? Well, the Johnson. Those are always sad. I get real sad when I see those, and they do happen. Oh, well, I'm sure they do. Don't want to know the circumstances. That's an SNL sketch right there. No, it's not. <laughs> Um, can this also double as our testosterone injection? <laughs> Hashtag feel the Johnson. Because <laughs> if so, we're just burning through material. Well, um, uh, slow return to the original topic of uh, Martin is leaving oh, yeah. Austin. Oh, yeah. Bye, so, Martin. <laughs> uh, Joe Fana is also leaving Austin and heading what? to L.A. What? Yeah, and his, oh, they're just they're going separate they're ways. Going separate ways. Do they yeah. even are they even friends? Do I don't they know. even know each other? I, I mean, they keep sure in they, touch. I don't know. I didn't ask. But uh, Joe has a final show tomorrow night at nine. Well, okay, so well, <laughs> Joe had a final had, show, had a last, final night show last, last night. night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was terrific. It was fantastic. He was on fire. He was on fire. Oh, God, I hope he wasn't really on fire. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful? That would be terrible. If we, if we predicted it, we couldn't post this if he actually caught fire. <laughs> Hashtag don't catch on fire. It was like that Pepsi commercial in the 80s all over again. 
<laughs> he had the shiny glove on and he came out and they did the pyrotechnics and then Joe Fane and caught fire. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. Poor, poor Joe. <laughs> but I did get to see. <laughs> Yay, we got a snort. <laughs> uh, I did get to catch him at the Hops and Grains show, which is a cool show. On Thursday nights, I think it's a I weekly show. I love Austin because every showcase is either <laughs> is in a brewery <laughs> or a coffee shop. <laughs> and the coffee shops have all been forced by these comedy shows to open a full bar as well. That's right. So. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's funny. So Hops and Grains. Yeah, Hops and Grains. Good good, uh, good venue, good show, good mm-hmm. mix of comics. Some I hadn't seen before, so it was cool. And then Kelsey Kane, who I is... I was just about to say, I hear Martin Urbano is getting an escort back to New York. <laughs> yes. Uh, in oh, the wait, form of not, a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, a girl. In the of form it. of a girlfriend. Not one that's paid for. <laughs> yes. Uh, one that's earned. <laughs> that's right. Uh, she is back from New York for a little bit to basically, yeah, escort him up I to love, New York. I have to say, I love watching her post all her pictures with her family. Yeah. That's fun. The selfie yeah. in church with her dad. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> well, even her, her pictures when she's in New York and her, I know mm-hmm. it goes against the grain of the wearing the American flag. But the how outrageous she gets with it is just friend. the best. I can't remember his name, but that was funny. <laughs> yeah, so I ca- she was added on to that show at Hops and Grains, uh-huh. and she was great. And she she and Martin, I think, both had another show to run to, so I couldn't get uh, a chance to catch up with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we went to go see Martin's going away show, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't catch on fire. That's good. And and we It was awesome. Uh-huh. We had a lot of fun. We laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and hopefully um you had a great time at the next show that you were rushing right. off to make it to. <laughs> right. And then hopefully we had fun at the Saturday night comedy shows that we attended as well. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. The magic of podcasting. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Testosterone injections. Should we just do a moment of silence for the testosterone injection? Because we're going to have to get our testosterone elsewhere. That's right. We are taking applications because, sadly, do we have funeral procession music? Do you want to hum some funeral procession music? (laughs) Our source of testosterone (laughs) injections... Has called it quits. The Taco Tuesday podcast is no more. They reached the milestone of 100 episodes, and their 100th episode was 100 and done. Now, granted, they haven't been giving us injections for a while, so we've kind of gotten used to being ignored. <laughs> but now it's official. So, we need manly men to call us, send us some audio, because we need to be injected and now it's time for the 21 gun salute everyone die. Pew, 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 no. pew, pew. <laughs> what would you do if i pulled out a fucking gun <laughs> i feel like i thought you had knives but it's just me with one gun so i have to shoot it 21 times we're here for like five minutes and i just the cops here. show up because i'm 
like, we gotta finish recording this episode. Yeah, you. that's what you're worried about. If I'm shooting again 21 times, you're like, chop, chop, Shakita, we gotta go. No, you'd be like ducking and freaking out and being like, she's finally lost it. I thought knives were bad. Because we know we have men who listen. Yes. And they could call, leave us a message. Uh-huh. Tell us about their swamps. Uh-huh. Tell us about riding motorcycles. Uh-huh. Tell us about... Mm-hmm. Mowing lawns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Using tools, garden oh, tools. God, yes. Hammers. Oh, uh-huh. Screwdrivers. Mm, mm-hmm. Cocktails. What? Well, they could be mixologists and they could know about cocktails. That's one that's smart. Um, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and such. So, please, uh, inject such. us. Such. <laughs> Ooh, such. Um, cool. <laughs> how, how is it's, that? It's going gonna, it's gonna to go, I'm sure, just as well as uh, requesting all those trucker born scripts. Trucker born, yeah. trucker born. Hey. hey, huh? What the fuck are you saying? Not a lot this week. No? We oh. didn't give any warning to Dave that we were recording early, so that's on us. What Dave is trying to say is that he is trying to enjoy his birthday weekend in peace, and yes. we hope and wish you a happy birthday, Dave. Um, we I enjoyed celebrating at your house last weekend, and I am sure we will hopefully see you again. He is a maybe for the show tonight, so hopefully ah. we'll see him tonight. Cool. <clears throat> you mean the show... Several nights ago, we Hopefully, saw him. we will have seen him tonight. <laughs> this is so hard to do. Um, and now, it's time for the mmm-mat mm, moment. moment. <laughs> Nothing. 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 No. I haven't been listening. I've been, on, I've been gone. I've been traveling. Yeah. I drove 730-some-odd miles in two days. Wow. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a fair amount. Yeah. With a dog. Hmm. I know. Was she good? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, she she was pretty good. She is... She good is traveler. As well as can be expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... We're anyway. just flying through this, so... Uh, we aren't... Well, no, I mean, we're... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So what the fuck are you listening to? I'm glad you asked. So naturally. So naturally. <laughs> because this week I'm actually listening <gasps> to something. What? I know. Can you believe it? No, I can't believe my ears. Well, believe this. Welcome to Below the Ten, a series about life in South L.A. I'm David Weinberg, a reporter for KCRW in Los Angeles. Below the Ten is a documentary series about what it's like to live in one of America's most iconic places. South Central Los Angeles. It's a community with a reputation that's synonymous with the rise of West Coast hip-hop and the bloody gang war between the Crips and the Bloods that fueled the city's staggering homicide rates in the late 80s and early 90s. So Below the Ten only has, I don't even know if there's 14 episodes. There's there's not very many episodes, but each one is incredible. Hmm. It is all about this one section of Los Angeles and it is, they tell the most engaging stories about different people in different walks of life in that section of L.A. 
And um, there was one story that I almost brought in called Grace by the Sea. Super heartwarming, super just painful. A lot of the stories have an element of pain to them because it is a rough area Mm -hmm. to grow up in. There's still a lot of poverty there. Uh, But the segment that I thought I would focus on, they did a three-part discussion called, I think, The Peacemakers. And it's about um, the new way of policing in that area of L.A., and so one one episode is about a police officer, one episode is about what's called an interventionist, and one is about an activist, mm-hmm. and how they've all kind of worked and come together. And so you'll hear some clips now from two of those three episodes. Michael Carradine is a lieutenant with the Los Angeles Police Department. He's been on the force for 31 years, though he looks much younger than that. He has this way of drawing you in with his striking green eyes. Back when he was a beat cop in the late 80s and early 90s, the peak years of violent crime in Los Angeles, he worked in the Nickerson Gardens housing project in South L.A. The residents there called him Green-Eyed Mike. Working in that housing development, you're dealing with the same people day in and day out. The uh, bounty hunter bloods, you know, they were the primary gang there. And uh, for me, I never had any... uh, aversion to talking to people in the community, period. And I really didn't care what affiliation they may have or what uh, their lifestyle they had. I really didn't care. It's just I just saw a person. Caradine's style of policing was built on the idea that you treat all people, even gang members, as human beings. And this idea often confounded Caradine's fellow officers. And I would to a certain degree, get ostracized <laughs> uh, by fellow officers. I mean, they would just stare out, ask me, why are you talking to these individuals? They're gang members. And the lines of demarcation were very clear to them. It's like, we're the police. Those are the bad guys. And, you know, we deal with it accordingly. Sergeant Whittle explained that this aggressive style of policing not only created animosity between the community and law enforcement, it didn't work. Violent crime continued to rise throughout this period of suppression. It was war, and we were losing it in a lot of ways. The point of Sergeant Woodall's story is to illustrate just how much LAPD's tactics have changed. Today, the emphasis is on community policing, or as one instructor put it, humanity policing. It's a method of police work that looks strikingly similar to the way Lieutenant Carradine has worked his entire life. We use the term intervention now, and you can interface that term with community outreach. And I've always had done just that. And I was able to just basically continue doing what I was doing, and now it was being fully recognized and sanctioned by the department. Intervention is a key part of the LAPD strategy to reduce violence. And it's a hard thing to explain because, A, it's complicated, And B, it goes against many of the established roles that cops and criminals have traditionally had. Skip Townsend hears a lot of really terrible stories. It's part of his job, creating a safe environment for people to come and talk about what they're going through. Like tonight, for instance. He's at a weekly meeting in the basement of a church at 35th and Normandy. He also works with the Los Angeles Police Department as a gang interventionist. Interventionists are former gang members who act as first responders to violent crimes 
trying to prevent retaliatory killings. They deal with people who are angry or grieving, young men proving themselves, mothers whose worst fears have been realized. It's painful, dangerous work, and the pay is terrible. One reason he's here is to prevent any rival gangs from showing up to victimize the people at this vigil. What happens times like this is they become a target. They're a target for other communities that might want to come by and say, oh, you got a whole bunch of them at the park. And they creep up through the alleys or they'll come through here and start shooting. Skip is also here in case law enforcement shows up. Even though he already let them know about the vigil, in this neighborhood, large gatherings like this often attract police. Normally what they would do, see this many people in the park, they would come up and just like anybody else who wants to violate this community would come up and come from two angles and kind of trap you in the park. So you feel like part of your role is actually to protect people here from the police in a way? I don't want to say protect people from the police, but I, I need to be that cushion between the police. The police, of course, no protocol and procedure. And the community doesn't know that protocol and procedures. So it's just a matter of uh, being bilingual. These episodes are amazing. And with all the things, I had wanted to bring this in weeks ago, Mm -hmm. but our schedule didn't allow for it. And I wanted to give it its due diligence when it was time. Um, With all the things going on uh, with, you know, police, you know, brutality incidents around, plus then, you know, retaliatory police, you know, being shot and Mm -hmm. things like that. I thought it was really interesting to go back and listen to how they handled how they handle things in that section of L.A. now and how much it has improved things there. Hmm. Um, I really suggest you listen to the entire podcast, mm-hmm. but I also strongly suggest that you go listen to th- the three-parter called The Peacemakers, and there's one episode called The Cop, one episode called The Interventionist, and one episode called The Activist. The Activist is this older woman in her 60s i think i think she's a grandmother now Hmm. who got involved because she lived there and she got tired of seeing the violence there was a you know a stray bullet came through her window like just she got tired of it and instead of hiding from it or leaving her own community she stood up Hmm. and she gets involved and and people give her a lot of respect because she commands this very matronly grandmotherly sort of role and so she goes out in the community, too, and deals with the gang members and the police and the, you know. Um, and they all, it's interesting to see how each of these people have played a part in trying to bring this community back together mm-hmm. and make it a more peaceful place. It's a great show. Yeah. So. How did you stumble upon it? God, I was listening to an episode, I want to say, of Radiolab. Huh. And they referenced it. I think it was Radio Lab. I apologize if it wasn't, um, but somebody referenced uh, mm. David Weinberg and Below the Ten, and I was like, okay, because the episode that I was listening to at the time was compelling anyway, and I was like, okay, I'm really going to go check this out, yeah. and it pulled me in, and I before I knew it, they're really short, by the way. A lot of them are only 14, 15 minutes long. Oh, wow. So, you know, they pull you in. Um, the project was done under a grant, uh, so it, it, it has a very specific, you know, purpose to it anyway. It's a very purposeful podcast. It brings a lot of information about LA to you. Mm. Um, 
I can't say enough about it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Hmm. Very cool. Below the ten. Yeah. So the I, last, the latest episode is like, I think three or four, three or four months old. So it's, I think it's done unless mm-hmm. they bring it back for another, you know, season. I think it's, it's done. So you can binge listen to it in like a day if you've got enough spare time yeah. on your hands. And the audio is compelling enough to me. It was that you could. Yeah. So. Sounds like an opportunity to study other cities to see how they deal with mm-hmm. the certain neighborhoods and just mm-hmm. the police and community interactions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've always heard that, that beat cops that actually get out and... and well, you look at Art Acevedo yeah. in our community. He, um, There's a lot of people that have issue and take umbrage with... Uh, Chief Acevedo, I can't talk today, (laughs) Chief Acevedo, Uh but um, for the most part, he's pretty well respected in most communities because he does get out and and march with Black Lives Matter and meet with them and Mm -hmm. talk to them. And when our lieutenant governor Mm -hmm. mouthed off about Black Lives Matter, Acevedo was one of the first ones at the podium saying, you should be ashamed of yourself. I've met with them. Have you? Right. Like, do you even know what you're talking about? Answers no. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as as far, you know, we have our own controversial shootings and, and most recently that arrest mm-hmm. uh, of the school teacher that right. was just ridiculous. Um, but the department handles it more transparently. And, you know, when Acevedo found out about this latest incident and how it had been kept from him for a year, you can bet there's going to be hell to pay for yeah. that. Like, yeah. why am I just now seeing this? <laughs> right. So, and it, it, like the day after he saw it, he was on camera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hope things get better, but it's interesting if people would study these tactics mm-hmm. and how, you know, no, that I'm sure that section of LA is not perfect. They still have gangs. Um, but it even gets into, because the interventionist episode, he gets into talking about how people get into gangs in the first place. Right. Um, it, it, it deals with their own personal safety in, yep. in a terrible area, you yep. know? So. Well, to, to tie in, I didn't bring anything in on, on what the fuck you're listening to, but um, I told you before we were recording that on the drive here, mm-hmm. I was listening, I've, I'm having to binge listen to all the ep- the shows that I, I'm behind on, and I happen to be listening to The Revisionist History, the podcast by uh-huh. Malcolm Gladwell that we, we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, and the episode that I started, uh, that I It's part of a three-parter was, as well. Yeah, it uh-huh. is. It's, uh, that one was Carlos Doesn't Remember, and one of the things that stuck out to me is they're, they're, they're trying to identify in L.A. really bright kids mm-hmm. to basically usher them through so that they complete high school so that they go to great colleges mm-hmm. because they're in bad neighborhoods they're they're poor mm-hmm. and one of the things that when Michael is it Michael Eisner Eric Eisner I think yeah um was approaching schools about well when you know I want to start talking to these kids in the 8th grade and the te- the schools were saying that's too late by 8th grade they're in the game yeah so you got to start at fourth grade mm-hmm. with these these bright kids if you want to yeah. usher them through. I'm really excited for you to get to the next two episodes. Yeah, 
because uh, you're only on part one, I believe, right? Yeah, and I my, I was half I got halfway through the food episode. Okay. Um, Bowden yeah. versus Vassar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really. I think we should bring. Stuff. I think we shouldn't talk too much about that series, uh, and maybe bring it in and discuss it when you're done. Okay. Because <laughs> when they get to Stanford, you're gonna get mad. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's amazing the disparity right now and yeah. in all walks of life, but it's so trans, it, he makes it so apparent in the education system. Yeah. So, yeah. and, uh, whew, yeah, and heavy a- subjects. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Yeah. Whew. All right. Let's get wow. back to talking about Johnson. Dixon. <laughs> Wetlands. Dicks and wetlands. Can we call that this episode Dicks and Wetlands? <laughs> Sometimes the episodes just name themselves. <laughs> Fiddle dee dee. I was in the marsh. <laughs> A gentleman caller. I don't know who this character is. I don't know who this person is. I like it. I like it. <laughs> My, my blanch your... from streetcar named Desire. So. Have you had your tea today? No. <laughs> oh, no, I have Such haven't. a shame. Such a pity. I know. <laughs> Is it time for Trunk Upon? <laughs> it's everybody's favorite time. Is it everybody's favorite it time of the week? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you notice the... The new cleaver I got says Old Hickory on it. <laughs> I tagged Mr. McCray as fast as I could. Sure that's exactly who I was thinking of. It was who that. I was thinking of, too. Old Hickory. Old Hickory. Should I be this person next I time like, I'm yeah, on? I like it's it. It's so natural. <laughs> it's very natural. <clears throat> it's everybody's favorite time of the week. dun 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 Welcome to Trap Report. Well, let's see. Let's see. Natalie. Natalie, what's my cue? I don't I don't have a I don't have a script here, darling. I don't see anything. Well I am I am sure sure as as Spitfire that one of our listeners submitted a script last week after our plea. And I must not have printed it. Well, honey, would you like me to do a a, a reading from Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? Sure. No, <laughs> <laughs> Streetcar named Design. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> the Glass Menagerie. <laughs> no, not a happy, sexy show. Not a happy, sexy play, that one. Just dragging my feet around, dragging my leg behind me the whole time. <laughs> to kill a mockingbird. Oh, no, no, not a good one either. No. Uh, Bob Ewell fell on his knife. <laughs> Sorry. It was a cleaver named Old Hickory. Old Hickory. <laughs> old Hickory Dickory Dog. Oh, old Dickory Dickory. Oh, damn it. Oh, old, Rhett. Old hickory dickory cock. You really went. You. Oh, honey. Did I try too hard? It's like we're back in the marsh. 
back in the wetlands. I hear a duck. Is that an eagle? No one can see you right now. <laughs> but I see your boobies. Am I trying to ord? Well. I bet everybody love that trucker porn. I bet it's time for us to do promotions. Promotions. Somehow I have gone from Southern Woman <laughs> to Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't know where this character is going. <laughs> Natalie. Yes, ma'am. How do they reach us? They can reach us on Twitter mm. and Facebook at Radio Tatas. Mm -hmm. They can even call us on that, that thing, that telephone. 512-716-0773. You know how to call, don't you? I do. I don't know about our listeners. Okay. Remember, we need audio and calls for testosterone injections. We're desperate for injections. You could just whistle at us. <laughs> you know how to whistle, don't you? <laughs> Put your lips together and blow. That was the line I was trying to say earlier, and I completely fucked it up. <laughs> or you could just email us those truck upon scripts. To radiotatas at gmail.com. Blanche, that was a great reading. Thank you. <laughs> they can find us and review us on several podcasting platforms. Uh-huh. We are on Stitcher. iTunes. TuneIn Radio. Google Play. <laughs> Google Play for podcasts is live! That's what it says here, y'all. <laughs> Blanche, you can improvise. It's okay. I'm sorry. You're right. I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ruka and Dave's new podcast, it's rebranded, and it's called Atomic Rubbish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I can strike this one. Can I say one? it like that every week? <laughs> yes. Farewell to Taco Tuesday. Yes, their seer seersucker suits are no longer needed. <sighs> you know, it does make me sad. It does, does pluck at my mm -hmm. strings. Uh, that are attached to my heart. And it sounds uh, like some of them would like to continue podcasting, so perhaps we'll hear do. them again. I hear tell there may be some things in the works mm. one day. But you know, what upsets me most, we didn't pay homage to the fact that they... Homage? Homage. <laughs> homage. Homage. To the fact that they are where we came from. That's right. In a weird, creepy way. Mm -hmm. I hope it doesn't mean we have to hang up at a hundred. Well, we would have to change our names first to, to like Tata Tuesday or something True. real original yeah, like that yeah, yeah. that's never been done. Right. And, um, you know. Bring on a third person. Bring on a third person. Who derails most right. episodes. Who could, hmm. And then <laughs> there's non-committal. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy Wham presents. Mm -hmm. What is the latest one that has come out? The latest one is Chris Castle still. There's a few interviews happening uh, soon. So excellent. Yes, summer schedule in effect. Someone was listening to New York City mm -hmm. Crime Report yes. catching up, and I hear we got us shut out. We did. We did. It's very <laughs> exciting. Be talking like this the rest of the fucking night. <laughs> oh. 
Very appreciated. Thank you, Pat Dixon. News hole. Amanda <laughs> Statmiller. That is so fun to say. <laughs> Motern Media Infomercial. Listen to his podcast. Well, it feels like you should say this first word at least. I'm a lady. Oh, you can't say that you word? You want me to say the goddamn Dave Hill show <laughs> yes. on WFMU? Mm-hmm. Monday nights, 9 to 12, Eastern. Eastern, which would be 8 to 11, eight to 11. Central. Uh-huh, yes. Mm-hmm. You should give it a lot of all what what is it nine. in finnish time do we know <laughs> do we have we done the conversion it's finished by then i don't know does fin <clears throat> does finland do the whole daylight savings time thing can you let us know that not mekaleka we want we want it we want our finnish listener to let us know darling if uh if y'all do the daylight savings, y'all need all the daylight you can get if you think 77 degrees is hot. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my gosh. Poor baby, he would just he would burst just... into flames, <laughs> just would... like poor Joe Faina may or may not have done <laughs> at his last show here. Nice callback. Thank you. He's <laughs> currently... Uh... <laughs> Eight hours ahead. In Finland? Eight hours ahead. Oh. I don't know if I can handle that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we talking about My what job again? so tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did declare we, we have found our trucker porn. <laughs> There's also TMP and more. Uh, yes, and TM and actually this week TMP Will Sasso <laughs> interviewed his mom and they get, and she gave out authentic traditional Italian food recipes. Oh, that's got spaghetti sweet. sauce, uh, eggplant eggplant parmigiana, parmesan, parmesan something, whatever. Parmesan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I, I recommend listening to that one. Natalie. Yes, ma'am. Are we on sabbatical next week? I don't know. That's up to you. Is it? Uh-huh. Is it? Uh-huh. We might be. We'll just stay tuned, folks. I'm, this is the last trip until the fall. Right. Well, there's a chance there's another trip. Um. <laughs> so next week, <laughs> you'll either have me or you'll have nothing. <laughs> um, and then the week after that, you're on your own pretty little own because I That's got right. to go out of town. That's right. Somebody's having a baby. You are? No, not me. I'm going to the shower. Oh, Oh, shower. I'm going to shower. Is Johnson in there? You, your mate, and your Johnson. Cleaning your wetlands? Hashtag hold. Your swamps? Feel the Johnson. Hold your Johnson. That's not it. Feel the Johnson. I like hashtag hold the Johnson. Hold the Johnson. (laughs) Oh. Well, do has you, this been long enough? Yes, plenty. Do you think Charlie would be proud of us? You know, last week I I uh, might have made a slight error. Um, Charlie didn't actually file a restraining order mm-hmm. on us. He was submitting a catering order. Oh. 
Well, good luck. Chuck? <laughs> Get it? What? Good luck, Chuck. Oh. Charlie. Chuck is a nickname uh-huh. for Charles. Oh, it is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I made a little joke. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, isn't that also a Dane Cook movie or something? A little joke? <clears throat> no. The good luck, Chuck, or I don't know. Oh, Dane Cook is headlining that. I, oh. Somebody sent me a, a message saying, oh, I want to go to this. And I was like, Mm-mm, no, no. You sh- there was a Groupon. That's what it was. There was a Groupon. <laughs> it's sad because there's some people down the bill that are actually like worthy. Like Big J Okerson is on the bill. And oh, yeah. I can't remember other names. I'm like, yeah, Dan Soder? Kinda- is Dan Soder on there? I do not remember. They like to travel together sometimes, I hear. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, what? No. Oh, mm. oh that's this, right. Mm. Well, huh? do you think Charlie would be proud? <laughs> yes. Of okay. Awesome. You already asked that. Well, Blanche, are you having the vapors? No, but you launched into a big thing about a restraining order. Well, he meant and a, a catering, catering order, order, and, and you yeah. distracted me well, from I'm your sorry. answer. I'm sorry, Blanche. I will well, never happen again. I'm sure it will. <laughs> this has been Radio Tatas, and remember. Until next time. Talk like no one's listening. listening. episode of Radio Tartas may contain strong language, adult material. Shit.
This is what my swamp sounds like. It's really peaceful. Hope you enjoyed it.